Welcome to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast, presented by 13 Fishing Canada. Make your own luck. We're here to scratch that angling itch and talk everything fishing. Join us as we sit down with special guests from across the industry. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon Cater and Logan Lewis. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast. I am your host, Logan Lewis, joined by, once again, my co-host, Brandon Cater. And this is the March Madness kickoff episode. This is, we've luckily announced it earlier than last year, so we've been working at trying to get the entries and everything into it. But this episode's coming out the exact minute that March Madness has begun. So if you haven't entered March Madness, go and do that right now. You've got three weeks of fishing to enter your pike, walleye, or burbot. But uh, we just wanted to do this episode, talk about some of the stuff in regards to the tournament, some of the prizes and everything like that. But before we get to that, I see, Brandon, you you caught a burbot recently? Yeah, actually. Uh, so I was out at uh, Pasco Lake doing a couple showings w- with some clients, and I figured while I'm there, might as well make a little pit stop. And uh, yeah, ended up catching a, a big old burb. And, uh, you know, it's not that... That exact time of year when uh, all the big girls come to play, but it was a good size, and you know that was that was probably the first bird I've caught in in a few months. Yeah. Anyways, did you get a length um, on it? Tons of tons of fun. No, I didn't. I didn't measure it at all. Um, I would assume it was kind of in that yeah. mid twenties. Had, had a big crazy, head on it, but it had a nice thick back. Had a big head on her too. Yeah, it was it was pretty thick, but not the longest one. But nonetheless, right? It just kind of gets you fired up for March. And uh, what what's going to be hopefully a really good tournament here for yeah. March Madness. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what kind of what kind of burbot, pike, and walleye come in. Last year there was some huge fish, um, and we'll, we'll 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 give a we'll give a few predictions later yeah. on in the episode. But um, yeah, nonetheless, if you're if you're listening to this, March Madness is officially it's on. on. It, it literally is. It'll be March first that this episode's coming out. So I think this is this is going to be pretty fun. I'm excited. We've got even more people entered this year than we did last year. We're sitting right now. Yeah. At what are we sitting at here? So far, we have 61 paid participants. So that's 51 adults and 10 youth so far entered. So that's already way more youth than last year. And the adult numbers are kind of around the same right now, but we, there's still three weeks. People, You can enter while the tournament's running. I mean, you have three weeks. Everyone's not going to be fishing every single day, obviously, right? Unless they're really lucky and they get to. But it's it's something that you can enter whenever the tournament's running. The only thing with that is just know if you enter after the tournament has begun, there is a six-hour window, a freeze, on where you can't enter fish into the event. So that just kind of stops people from waiting yep. till they catch that big pike to then enter the event a minute later and and log their fish. So kind of gets away from that. But that's one of the big things there. Big announcement too for the youth prizing. If your kids are coming out with you, it's half the price for youth to enter, 15 and under. And we just got some big prizing thanks to Rapala 13 and Strike Master with currently sitting at $2,250 in youth product prizing between the three leaderboards. So there's some awesome stuff there for all the youth that are participating in the event. Like I said in the last episode, I saw some of the stuff that that was sent by Rapala, the combos, the lures, the merch, all that stuff. And it's 
it's like Christmas morning when that stuff shows up and you just get a big box of baits and everything like that. So definitely get those youth signed up if, if your kid's going to be coming out with you anyways. Uh, it's lots of fun for them to participate. The only thing I'll mention there is you have to create two separate accounts. Uh, so that's one thing. If if you catch a fish and you're entering yourself and then your your kid catches the next fish, you'll have to log in under their account to enter the fish. Uh, so that's the only thing that, that kind of yeah. sucks there. Unless, I don't know, what age what age do kids get phones anyways? Maybe. <laughs> Nowadays, man, it seems like eight-year-olds are yeah. walking around I with iPhones. I didn't get one until so, grade nine, I think. Um, who knows, right? Like, e- even if the kid's got a like an iPod. True. And, uh, you know, and, you can, and you're just running it off your hotspot. And then you got two phones logged into an account. Yeah, you're on your hotspot, but at least you got two accounts logged yeah, in ready to go. Um, but I honestly, I think I think that's that's the exciting part for me this year is just seeing the little bit more youth involved in it this year. Right, last year, you know, obviously, like we we advertised it, we announced it short, you know, with short notice. So we only had you know a couple, you know, a handful of youth last year. But um, you know, more and more youth are getting into fishing and i i think it's fantastic you know it's 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 a little bit of a different feel too when there's a competitive edge especially when you're going out with with dad or mom and uh, you guys are competing you know against a bunch of other people but it's kind of like a family competition yeah. as well so i think that's super cool and yeah like logan mentioned there's some unbelievable prizing for the youth and we're at the point too with the adults that um any more entries that come in the the adult prize um money prizing is going yeah. to continue to grow we're at that point like we're, pretty well. we're basically at that threshold we're at that threshold where that three thousand dollars guarantee is going to start to grow so you know if you guys are on the fence if you're thinking about joining definitely do it because that prize pool is just going to continue to grow the more people that enter the more money yeah, that's going to be sure and i'll say this too as like uh i don't know as some some tips if you're thinking Oh, I like maybe only get out once or twice. What's the point in entering kind of thing? Uh, we tried to keep the entry fees a little bit lower just so that it was easier to just enter it in case you were going out. Uh, last year, I was fishing with my cousin and a couple of buddies of mine. The one buddy wasn't entered. He ended up catching a burbot that would have won the entire tournament. He didn't get to enter it, obviously, because he wasn't in the tournament and was maybe kicking himself after that because all he had to do was was enter before we had headed yeah. out that day and he would have won the burbot category for the adults. So that's one one thing to think about as well. I mean, yeah. like I said, you, you've you got uh, for sure three weekends. And if you're a shift worker, I don't know how. You might be able to fish a week and a half straight kind of thing too, right? So you never know what's going to come up that hole, especially this time of year. I know people, some have lots of stories of, using big Cisco's on tip ups for pike and people are catching walleye, they're catching burbot too. So you never know. Yeah. Burbot. Yeah. The burbot yeah. love. So you, you never know what's going to happen. So if you're heading out, I always think of it that way. May as well enter. You're going to be out there anyways. Right. Um, and it just adds to the fun. Well, the other day, even my brother-in-law, he was out there fishing for walleye and caught a 40 yep. inch pike. Right. So it's like, you know, even if you're, even if you're targeting walleye, and you end up catching a 40, 41, 42 inch pike, you know, that could yeah. put you in the money. So, um, I guess to, to mention anybody that is already signed up, uh, before that February 29th deadline for the early bird, we are going to be, uh, doing the early bird giveaway. We have a, a weekend warriors cooler, $450 value that we're giving away for people that did register ahead of the start of the tournament. Uh, so definitely keep your eyes peeled to our social media for the winner of that. Um, also, you know, we'll, we'll contact you directly. Um, 
but yeah, we're going to be giving away a, a pretty sweet cooler cooler for those that uh, did did sign up here before yeah, the start. And of the I tournament. guess I guess one thing I should make mention of, uh, yours truly will be fishing the event as well. You may have seen my my name on the board. Hey. Obviously, I can't win any prizes, uh, but I, I put my name in there as well. So I'll be entering fish and. By the grace of God, if I somehow win something, obviously I won't be getting a prize. It'll be the next one below me kind of thing. So just wanted to make mention of that. If people saw me on there, like, if what's I, going on? If I if I can get out, if I can get the get out there, I'm oh, going sure. to slide in for there sure. as well. Might as well, right? Like I just said. <laughs> Might as well. Little little friendly competition and, uh, you know, listeners versus the yeah, host. Well, Let's I, go. I, I, I kind of thought about it. I was like, oh, I want to kind of compete alongside the listeners the other people competing in the event and i'm like how can i how can i do this and i was like well i could just put myself in and obviously i'm not going to take any prizes i'm the one approving the catches so that would there'd be a little bit of issue with that right so i just uh, i'll be on there but obviously (laughs) no prizing for me it's just to add add to the friendly competition as well and compete against the the those hosts of the podcast right so it's i don't know i think i think it'll add some fun to it and I'm going to be out fishing anyways and going to be fishing alongside like my little cousins that are coming out that are fishing the event as well. So I'm like, what the heck? I'm out there. I may as well enter yep. some fish too. So keep an eye out for that. You'll maybe see me at the bottom of the Abs- leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's hope not. But, uh, did you want to make mention of maybe the new mouth rule? Yeah. Let's touch uh, on I that. I can't remember if we went over it on the last episode or not. I know it's definitely changed since we announced that the tournament was happening in our first episode of this year and it's been a frequently yeah, asked so, question uh just with the experience i had this this summer and fishing the vanity i guess fall fishing the vanity and fishing the pro-am at the last mountain fall walleye classic i just got to see take a better look at how they measure their fish and I kind of liked how they did it. Yep. I and so I wanted to implement that into our tournament as well. So it's it's a closed mouth rule, and the only thing that we've done differently is some tournaments, like catch foot release tournaments, it's just a disqualification if the mouth isn't closed. And to me, I don't think that's totally fair. I think you sh- obviously you still caught like no. if you caught a thirty inch walleye mouth open, maybe mouth closed, it's twenty nine and three quarters because it can make a bit of a difference. Right, I don't think you should totally lose a. To- yep. a Dep- depending yeah, depending on the fish. I don't fish, think you yeah. should totally lose a fish. So what we came up with is it's a closed mouth rule. Obviously, if the mouth is closed in the picture, like burbot, you won't have any issue. Pike aren't too bad. Walleye can 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 be the issue sometimes. And so if the mouth is closed in the picture, no issue. You're you're going to get that that measurement, whatever it is. If the yeah. mouth is open in your measurement photo, then wal- walleye and burbot are going to lose two and a half centimeters. And pike will lose five centimeters. So that's only, I think, like, is it like an inch and two inches or something like that? Like, it's not a ton, but with respect to the leaderboards, if you looked at last it's year, it's, it's quite a bit because we had people that were to the centimeter. Last year, it yeah, came down to, to the, the centimeter. To yeah, the pretty millimeter. well. So that's one thing to, to keep in mind there. We're not going to be disqualifying, but we just wanted to mention that. And there is another part. We've had some questions in the rules. Uh, dealing with the measurement photos uh, and the rules right now, it's saying that uh, no hands around the the eyes or in the gills and stuff like that. And obviously, 
this is mostly pertaining to pike. We're not putting our hands in the gills. It's going inside the gill plate to hang on to that fish so you're not dropping it. That's a big problem would be dropping the fish. And I looked back at lots of my measurement photos and my hand's always there as a point of of grip, basically. So I'm like, we're going to take it out. It would say your fish would be disqualified and we're just going to basically say to refrain from doing it, but you won't be, your fish won't be disqualified for that as well. So that's another thing no. to check out. Because especially with pike, like if, you, if you're measuring a 40 inch pike, you kind of need one hand on the yeah. head portion and one hand on the tail because those fish are, you know, they, I mean, the bigger ones aren't as, you know, yeah. floppy. Uh, they do kind of, they do kind of just lay there, but you know, for the most part, your hand is usually in the gill plate and one on the tail when you're measuring that big of a fish. So, um, yeah, it just makes sense to kind of not enforce that rule as strictly as, you know, yeah. Before the tournament starts, we'll be, we'll be editing that rule anyway. So it won't be disqualification. So it won't be an issue there, but we just wanted to make mention of that. Just clear, clear some things up with some of the questions and stuff we've had from the people that did enter the event, but that's kind of, kind of the main, the main things there. Obviously there's some people using in quotations, homemade bump boards. Uh, those have to be sent to us for approval before your catch can be approved. So it's a picture of the entire board. So we can see from the full left side to the full right side, we can see the entire tape, everything like that. And there's also no tape measures or rulers <clears throat> allowed, like rollout rulers. I know, I think, I think it's Rapala yeah. maybe has a rollout ruler, uh, but we we won't be allowing those. Yeah, so you can, on the on people's homemade bump boards, nah. a lot what people have been sacrificing tape measures. They they put it on the bump board and they clip it at whatever 48, 50 inches. They clip it there. And then they fix that to a board that has a bump made on it or uh, has the board going up. So obviously those tape measures are allowed because it's fixed to a board. You have your zero mark that stays consistent and we can see the whole entire thing. Uh, So with that being said, though, if, if you are using a homemade bump board, you do need to send it in to us, email it to us, DM it to us. And uh, Logan will take a look. It's it's not a big process. It's just a, picture of the board and, and i say yeah looks good once i've checked it out we we had uh yeah. for, for those that don't know i do some stuff with my catch and there was some some bump board stuff where people are doing some tomfoolery a little bit so we wanted to to make sure <laughs> and basically check out those boards and stuff so i mean this isn't like a, a huge huge money tournament and hoping that lots of our listeners and the people fishing it just i mean lots of it has to do with just your integrity and the spirit of the rule and everything like that, right? Like obviously there's no matter what kind of tournament it is, there's there could be ways to game things. But I mean this is this is a fun competition. Yeah, there's some money on the line, but I mean my biggest thing with any of that is what would the fishing gods think, right? <laughs> you don't <laughs> yeah. want them to strike down upon you. You may never catch a fish again. So <laughs> exactly, especially if you're on ice. Yeah, exactly. So I guess with that, what I was kind of thinking is what What's that? No, I was just going to say that, you know, we'll, we'll have like yeah. weekly, weekly updates on the leaderboard and everything, uh, for people. I mean, obviously if you go on the app or the website, you can see the leaderboards They're they're updated live. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll be sure to make, make, uh, make a effort to update weekly on, you know, leaderboards and anybody that's maybe not fishing the tournament, 
um, you know, they can tune into our socials and we'll post yeah. some updates. Yeah, and stuff I'm like kind that. of thinking like a, a quick episode once a week kind of thing. We'll put that up so that people can get updates. Yep. But I, I guess one thing with that too to mention is I'm I'm the one approving every single catch. So it doesn't show up on the leaderboard until I've approved the catch. So I know I had lots of people asking last year, like, oh, I, I submitted my fish 10 minutes ago. Why isn't it on the leaderboard yet? It's because I might only get to it every couple hours. So I just will go through and do like 10 and then I won't check it for a couple more hours and do 10 more kind of thing. Just do whatever is waiting in the queue to be approved. So yeah. just, just to make mention of that. And obviously you can fish out of service. I don't know if people know that but you can fish this tournament while you're out of sale coverage. And then the app will just sync up. If it doesn't sync up for some reason with your catches, it should have saved a picture of the measurement, the, the measurement photo into your photo album. And there's a, there's a unique QR code for every single logged catch that'll, that gets put on that picture as well. So we can verify the catch. And if that's the case, shoot me a message, shoot me an email. I'll get that entered for you. Uh, and make sure everything's good there. So there, there's lots of ways to to make sure that your your fish are entered, but just just know that I have to. I'm the one that has to approve them. So sometimes it might take a little bit, especially if you decide to catch your fish at 2 a.m. I'm not going to be checking at 2 a.m. <laughs> Burbot specifically. <laughs> Burbit specific, yeah. No, absolutely. So uh, I guess just to round this out, do we want to do a little quick prediction? What what do we think is going to win each species category? Yeah, I guess... We'll we'll just we'll just do the predictions for the cash ones, because I think the thing with okay. youth, I I I have a feeling this year the biggest fish I don't know in what category but the biggest fish of one of the categories I feel like will be a youth fish. I don't know why. I think so. I like honestly, I, I was just thinking that because I don't know if you saw that post on on Facebook. I think PK Lures posted it. Um, there was a there was a kid that went out with his buddy and his dad to Last Mountain Lake. They've never fished the lake before, and they didn't have they didn't have a measuring you know anything to measure it. But they did weigh the fish, and it was a thirteen plus pound wow. walleye. They had never fished Last Mountain Lake before, and it's actually uh, um, my nephew's okay. buddy uh, that caught it, I believe. And um, yeah, it's just crazy, right? Like you never know what the day no. is going to bring. So for me, like I think there's going to be some some crazy catch, some crazy catches, and who knows? It might even be on yep. the last day of the. Oh, tournament, we had some right? change like, in the last two um, days of last year's tournament that separated a four pike tie for the adult category, and one fish came in on like yeah. the second last day or something and changed that. So you never know. Well, exactly right. So honestly, I agree with I agree with you. I think I think a youth is going to you know catch an absolute. Yeah, I'm not monster. sure what species. Um, but it'll happen. I think walleye. walleye. I think walleye might go to a okay. youth. Yeah. Um, but with that, with that being said, I honestly, I, I truly think that we could see like a 46, 47 inch pike. That's your guess entered. for the winner? For the winning pike? That's what I'm, I, I think 46, okay. 47. Just let me get my handy converter out here. 46. Yeah. Cause the tournament's yeah. in centimeters. Let's go. I'll okay. go 46. 46 inches is 116 centimeters 116.84 centimeters so you, you okay. you're feeling good about that i i was going to go in that 44 and a half i think which yes, is very it's reasonable. A very safe bet that's a big fish so that's 113 centimeters and so three centimeter difference like a 46 inch pike is honestly monstrosity yeah. they're here but though. i think i think yeah. it's gonna happen they're here they're here so it's possible so next up 
what are you thinking for walleye? It was, last year's walleye was lackluster. I I will say that it's it's what, not a what what was that one? Do you know what it was last year? Oh, I, I should watch what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it was our buddy Jesse that maybe caught it. You give your prediction. I'll I'll pull it up here. I think I think a youth is going to catch a thirty-two and a half. You think a youth is going to so that you think the biggest one walleye is going to be a youth and thirty-two and a half. I do. Crikey. I do. That's a. I think it's just going to be like a super, super spontaneous kind of like the situation we just talked about. It you know, going to go out to a lake they've never fished. You know, and you know a ten year old's going to just slam a thirty two and a half inch walleye. So <clears throat> last year's biggest walleye. Oh, Jesse got second. Chris Wall had first with a seventy five. Point four centimeter walleye, which is I don't even know what that is in inches. Seventy four point five. Twenty nine. Okay, that's not lackluster, but there's bigger. Sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to say that was lackluster. <laughs> this 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 year this year there's going to be a thirty two okay, plus. Okay, I was thinking. I'm just going. I'm just sticking with my adult categories, but I was thinking. That it'd be a thirty-one point seven five. That would win the adult category. So eighty point six centimeters. So a little bit of improvement from last year. Pike was by far the most popular category last year, but I think there'll be more walleye so guys. There was there, yeah, there was. There wasn't a thirty last year. No, there wasn't a thirty. And the thing I'm interested to see is obviously everyone knows this winter's been different. With the t- temperatures and everything, so oh my god! I guess mentioned that too. Yeah. Be safe out there. This is this is running for three weeks. Like yesterday was minus thirty. Today's plus eight. Right? I don't think fish like yeah, those swings. Crazy. <laughs> I was just in Moosha and it's yeah, sloppy. Yeah, very sloppy. <laughs> so I I don't. Uh, sometimes those swings can help the bite, but I found more often than not it uh, it doesn't help the bite. So we'll see what that does for walleye. Uh, I don't know, but still, there'll be there'll be walleye caught. We've got yeah. uh, a lot of people that I feel like are going to be targeting some walleye as well for this tournament. But I guess that leaves us with Burbit. Yeah. What's your, you want to know last year's? I guess for reference, for reference think, last year, the biggest pike was Ryland Parrott with a 114.3. And Ryland, if you're listening, that's big he fish. is currently not entered, I believe, unless he's entered in the last day. So, uh-oh. There's a chance, unless he enters during it, for there to be a new champ. The reigning reigning champs the not champ. registered. Remember the Brewhouse champ and all those commercials when Brewhouse first came here. <laughs> so what do you say for Burbit? I think for, I think Burbit. We're I think we're gonna get like a a super long burb, like a thirty three inch burb. Uh, I I hate to burst your bubble, but I think there was bigger last year. Was there bigger last sure. year? I well, so the one that was caught that I talked about at the top of the episode that wasn't entered, it was yeah. thirty-five and a half, I think. That's a that's a long yeah. and burb. My my cousin won the youth one, the youth category for Burbit, and we didn't even get a good photo picture. Obviously, if anyone knows that have tried to measure it, it's a pain. And that <laughs> Burbit was over thirty-four inches, yeah. but I think it only the picture could only confirm 32 or something. So the burbot that won it last year was 
83.8 centimeters, which is 83.8, 30, 33 inches pretty well. So I guess, yeah. Yep. That's what I'm saying. 30, 33 inches 33? is going to okay. win it this year. I was going to go 30, yep. 34. So we're pretty, we're pretty, pretty close there. All right. Well, those are our predictions. We'll have to come back, check the time capsule. If we are actually correct, I'm hope we're wrong. I hope everything's bigger. It'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, I would. I would lose my mind if somebody caught a 50 inch yeah, pike. That'd be. I mean, there's that we we got big pike here. We're lucky down here in southern Saskatchewan, really any of Saskatchewan, but where most of these people will be fishing. I've seen. I've the biggest that I've seen is somebody catch a 48 so. on Facebook or what? No. Oh, in person, a 48. Oh, I, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I've seen, no, not me. My, my biggest is 44. I've, I've caught a 44 inch pike and I can't break it. Everything else I've caught are some super fat, like 42s, yeah. but 40, 44 is my number. I can't break it. I don't know. Same thing with walleye. 29 <laughs> and a half, 29 and quarters. <laughs> I can't get, I can't crack no. 30, man. Well, I mean, I mean, you didn't have to for last year's tournament, but I think I think people are going to be hitting hitting some big walleye lakes hard this year. So we'll see what happens there. But that kind of that kind of wraps up everything for my side of it. Did you have anything anything else to add here? No, I I'm just excited. You know, it's been uh, a few months in the making, and you know, talking about it, and it's here. Uh, the weather's probably going to be fantastic again. Um, yes, it's exciting. It's competitive, but number one, be safe. Um, we just want everybody to have a good time, have some fun and, uh, win some money, win some prizes and hopefully, you know, just, just enjoy themselves. If you're heading out, it's just, uh, an extra added, uh, incentive to try catch some big fish. And, uh, we hope that yeah, you guys enjoy for sure. it. You can still enter the event, like we mentioned. So if you haven't yet and you want to head over to, the Anglers Atlas website to their events tab, and you'll find us right near the top there. It's 2024 March Madness Classic. But to just to end off the episode here, obviously we want to give a big thanks to our sponsors, presenting sponsor 13 Fishing. Obviously, they came in as well with the with the youth leaderboard prizes there with their Paul and Strike Master. So a huge, huge thanks to them. Going you, I mean, I always mention it, they ship fast. You can still order baits once this episode comes out and they'll show up in time for for you to use them during the tournament there. And also want to give a huge thanks to the Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation for everything they do for the outdoors, for Saskatchewan, and for supporting the podcast for a very, very long time. But without further ado, everyone have fun. Go catch some fish out there, and I look forward to seeing what everyone does. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review on your favorite listening platform so we can reach more anglers just like you. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for media updates and behind-the-scenes content.